Chitty, chitty, chat, 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 chat. Do you remember what we were talking about yesterday in the chitty chat? No, what were we talking about? Poo. Eating oh, poo. Oh yeah, that's right. I don't want to. I don't want to think about that. It was gold. It was. It was comedy brown. Oh yuck. Ah, oh, frosty. Sometimes I just say chitty chats and then I leave them in the day before, or where there's some shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> are you drunk again? <laughs> I'm not. You know I what it is? Be. I want We've to be. swapped seats today. Yeah. We're in a different studio today, and it's which just... is great because there's we can see daylight. And outside, we can see outsideness. Yeah. And, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm just. But because you're, we're normally. This is weird. If you're listening to this, imagine uh, if Sam and I are in the studio. She is normally on the left hand side, and I sit on the right hand side. To be honest, I was reading a text from a dude, and I was distracted. <laughs> <gasps> text from a dude. And that is all I'll say on that matter. Don't get it That dude could have been Rocky. Hey, Rocky can text. Is Daisy's? Did you swear? Sorry, I've lost my mind. I'm sure you swore during the show today as well. No, I, oh, I said shit. You did a, I, I thought you did an F and, oh, yeah, you, you did a muffled to. one. One of I, your ones that Jamie used to always argue about. Oh, you can't show You got the F and the N. Yeah. No, I went, oh, f- Yeah. That's I, fine. I, yeah, it was over the top of a world of other things. Yeah, exactly. Um, We were talking before, Um, I think I mentioned it already on the Chitty Chat. So Ruby... Had her first two days of school in inverted commas, and she's come back with a cold of some description from oh, some filth bag. When are those shitty little kids going to realise they can't come to school with their snotty noses? I thought there was a. I'm pretty sure there was a rule. Like when we got the sheet of here's how it works mm. in this house yeah. was don't send your kid to school sick. It's like they need 48 hours clear of having any sort of fever or yeah, symptoms. Okay. So anyway, she's she's coughing now and sneezing. So it's she should have today gone back again, and she hasn't. Yeah, right. Because we are going. Well, we don't want to be the people that send our sick kid to school, like old, old mates, not nose, Mister and Missus Filthbag did. <sighs> but then I'm realizing, well, yeah, but it was probably day one of school, and they're like, ah, I'm sure they're fine enough. Yeah, exactly. And you were saying, Bridie, your niece is sick as well. My niece is sick at the moment. Oh, my goodness. She's at home. Can I just play this little teensy little thing? It's so tiny. Please do. Guys, but you just haven't had enough Bridie on the show. We haven't, guys. This is so cute. Oh, (laughs) I heard a bit of it. (laughs) I'll turn it up. She has a lovely little um, lisp. Say that again. Hi, Auntie Sam. We love you. We love you. (laughs) Miss you. They you. <laughs> is that the one that she improvised at the end? No, that was a different one. Right. Her improvise, she improvises a lot and just does her own tang. She, my uh, brother had his birthday recently and uh, my new favourite thing to do, and you know one of, the, one, of the, one of the most difficult things in the world is getting a card for somebody, correct? Yes. Oh, no. No? Is it? What do is you do? Hard? What do you do? I just get a little quirky one with a weird picture on it and go, all oh, right, whatever. Here you go. Ah, oh, right. You go. You go for the blank, and you write the sentiment. Yeah, absolutely. Gotcha. Okay, that's a good way to go. I find, <laughs> I find sometimes I can't find the right card, mm. or you like the front, and then you open up, and inside it's just waffle and oh, it's yeah. dud. So what I do at the moment is I take Ruby with me, and I say to her, right, we're buying hey. a card for person X, for example. We're going to buy a card for Uncle Luke. So you take a look around, and you say, you tell me what card you think would be great for him. Yeah, and it might be one where. 
you know, she buys a car that has a big number two on it or it's whatever. I really like that idea. So she got him one that I don't even know why this card exists or what (laughs) sentiment you would normally have behind it. So it's a photo of a pig, a piglet, and that piglet has a sparkly pink cowboy hat that has been <laughs> that has been like photoshopped on top of it it's wearing uh cowboy boots mm-hmm. and then just has stars all around it and then you open it up it is blank inside perfect perfect card for sam i love it what's the problem so i'm looking at it going i know exactly why you got this cuz it is pink from top to tail which yeah. is her go to at the moment but i did say to her oh this is a great card for uncle luke why did you choose this one and she said <laughs> Because that pig looks happy. And Uncle Luke is the happiest man in the whole wide world. Oh, my God. My ovaries just exploded. (laughs) And so I went, well, then that's the sentiment. So I wrote that in his card. So the reason you got this card is not because it is a pink pig with a pink hat and pink sparkly boots. It's because it is happy and you are, quote, the happiest man in the whole wide world. And then the rest just writes itself. Oh, my God. My heart can't deal with that. (laughs) Where does that come from? Mate, they're legends. I love it so much. Oh, my God. Anyway, a big shout out to the two sick girls at home. Mm. I wish uh, I it's not on my phone. It's now on my computer. But... Uh, Bridey at the end of last year via oh, your sister yep. gave Ruby a birthday card. Yeah, that's right. Which Ruby read out and recorded a response to Bridie. <laughs> yeah. My daughter has a has a thing now of I can open up a card and I'll tell you what it says. Best. And so it was dear dear Bridie. <laughs> And away we went. That was very cute. Well, we have a show for you today. We have an update on uh, Sam's bid to get Barack Obama as her new bestie. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we're back with season uh, wrap-ups of MKR, one of our favourite things from last year. Rest assured, the Filthies will be coming very soon. Yes. We need I, to be doing some of those. But I will, mate, the most hilarious part of the day was your story about your thing. Yeah, I had what's, was, what should be a traumatic incident. Rope told a really hilarious story and man, oh man, it's the best part about the show. Uh, but you know what? We won't stall anymore because here's the pre-prepared bit. you got to kick it off with a killer to grab attention. Then you got to take it up enough. All right, all right, all right. I thought you sounded good. You're a lovely voice from radio. You are out of your mind if you think I'm going to put this person on the air. Are we going to be goofing off like this every day? Rove McManus and Sam Frost. This is Rove and Sam. Good evening, Australia. G'day, Sam Frost. Hey, guys. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Happy Thursday, everyone. Happy Thursday. I just realised I meant to do a costume change. A costume change? What? Oh, you're putting your cookie monster pajamas on, bro. I made you a promise yesterday when you came into the program. (laughs) In your, what was deemed to be a really nice jumper until you came clean on the fact that it is actually pajama wear. It was my Cookie Monster pajama top that I like to wear in my casual attire collection because it's a great bloody jumper and I feel like it's wasted. And you were getting comments on it all day. Everyone was like, "Nice jumper, Sam." And I'm like, "Thanks, guys." But I could not pull off these pants as oh anything other than pajamas. Correct. I need to take a photo of this robe and I'll pop it on my Insta at Fro. What have we got on the show, Rose? Uh, apparently that's it. That's all we've got time for today. <laughs> um, well, um, look, some amazing things have happened in our lives, Sam. I had, I witnessed something yesterday mm. that I was also um, um, a, a participant in. Let's put it that way. Oh. Something I've never experienced. It was life changing. Gee 
is. I think I, I think maybe I saved a life. Hey, good for you. And yesterday, Sam, you yeah. were talking on this show about how you would like to earn a new celebrity friend. I do. Barack Obama. I want to be my bestie. And we've got an idea that might help you a little bit that we will launch later on tonight. Sounds good to me. Rogan Sam. Now, yesterday on the show, uh, I was talking about how I want to uh, befriend Barack Obama. He mm. seems like a mad dog. I like to think I'm a mad dog. And I just think we'd have a good time together. You know, his vacation pictures are floating around the internet. And Absolutely. I was like, now that he's no longer president, he's obviously got a lot of time on his hands. Oh, mate, I just want to get around him. And we were saying yesterday that, well, I mean, quite clearly, look at him. Yeah. He has a lot to offer. He does. But you kind of need to be able to match one for one in the friendship stakes, surely. Exactly. And, you know, how do you get in touch with a former president, you know? Mm. So, funnily enough, company actually heard about what we were trying to achieve Perfect. last night on the show and they said, hey, Sam, what's up? Guess what? We want you to be the spokesperson for our company. Wow. And I was like, well, that seems like a no-brainer. Of course I want to be participating in this, right? Yeah, sure. So here it is. Do you ever find yourself in the kitchen at parties? I sure do. Do you ever catch yourself singing thank you for being a friend to empty air? Don't you know it. Do you ever find yourself cooking for two and then bursting into sobbing tears when nobody magically appears? Get on with it. Well, lonely person, you can now hire a friend at Frosty Receptions. That's me. We cater for all sorts of events like weddings, funerals, birthday parties, family meltdowns, tedious dinner get-togethers and bar mitzvahs. I don't even own a bar or a mitzvah. For the cheap price of $139.99, you can have the perfect partner who will stand by your side all night until enough is enough. My dream man. They'll listen intently to your stories. They'll roll their eyes with mirth when you make another comment about Jessica and accounts. They'll heat up your bed and then go home. Home at the click of your fingers. Hot diggity. Frosty receptions for lonely people looking for a little warmth, but not too much warmth. Wow. Look, I, I'm in. I know, right? And I feel like maybe perhaps I can put a CV together of all the great things that I contribute uh, as uh-huh. a friend. I, I can't see how this isn't going to work now. I think it's a flawless idea. Barack Obama, when you are friends with him, mate, can I like just not hang? Can I just like all accidentally turn up Pro- somewhere where you two are hanging out? Probably like the fourth time hanging out because okay, I just sure. don't want it to seem too obvious. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't sure. want you to crap my style. That's all, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. <laughs> this is Rovan Sam, and when we come back, oh my god, I felt a little bit like a hero until I felt like I was in the way yesterday. <laughs> You'll hear the details next. Rogan Sam. Sam, yesterday, mm. you know I love to live the dream of being a hero. Yeah, absolutely, right? Um, I've been, you have witnessed me wearing a cape for no reason. You wear a cape, you wear superhero T-shirts. I feel like you think that you are a superhero, and at the moment you're wearing Cookie Monster pyjama pants. Sure. Not quite a hero, but to some people it might be. But not for this, I probably would have my underpants on the outside. Ew. I digress. <laughs> so yesterday, I witnessed an accident where uh, a person was actually uh, on their bike and hit by a car. I don't know who whose fault it was or anything like that, but what oh, I do know is us. that... Um, <laughs> what I do know... This is probably why you wouldn't make a good hero. You just turn up and go, it's your own damn fault. I'm off. Whoosh. Sassfro. Super Sassfro. Sorry, Rove. I'm trolling your story. Your, your utility belt would have a little pen in it that you pull out and flick like a little cigar, <laughs> cigarette thing. <laughs> Look, it was pretty impacting at the time, no pun intended. And so I was in my car. It's at an intersection. Uh, car and bike collide. It's it's quite uh, dramatic. Sure. And me, like many uh, of the people in that situation, I've just leapt out. 
and uh, just run straight up. And the guy actually ended up underneath the car. So there was oh. me and I think about eight people. Like, adrenaline just kicks in. That's horrific. We grabbed the car. We left the car. What? Like, at one point I was going, oh, my God, we're lifting a car. <laughs> or in my head, I'm lifting a car before I realised with, like, seven to eight, possibly 12 other people. <laughs> and then someone gets the guy out from under the car. He's seemingly fine. Um, oh, like, you know, he's conscious thing. and everything like that. Doesn't seem to sort of have any major uh, wounds or anything. So then it's like, well, now we've got to put the car down. Right. So we've done that. And then one guy, he's like, he might as well have ripped his shirt open with a, a pee on it. Oh he's like, I'm God. a paramedic. This sounds so hot. And I'm like, right. And then someone says, have they called, someone called triple zero? And we're like, are you kidding me? We're picking up a car. How am I supposed Siri, call an ambulance. There are five restaurants near you. Siri! <laughs> so I've run back to my car going... Well, I better, I better see if I can get my phone. And then I've passed the girl and that girl has said, has anyone called an ambulance? And I pointed to her and I've gone, no, you call triple zero right now. Except I said it clearly, it didn't trip over my tongue. <laughs> and I almost like felt like I should have had my hands on my hips as I said that. Yes, civilian. And then I got back to my car and uh, realised that the car was still running, so I thought I'll turn it off and then uh, take the keys just in case. Yep. Someone, I'm a hero. Well, now you don't have a car. And then <laughs> I've gone back, and by that stage, everyone has assumed their roles. Copy. And so then I started going, well, in my zero medical opinion, <laughs> this is now a stable scene, and I've kind of lost my position in, in the line. I get what you The you're point saying. being, I'm suddenly it. a third wheel, Sam. Copy. On a yeah. two-wheeler bike. I've looked around and just went, <laughs> I'm now just standing here watching. Yeah. So I just went, I guess I go back into my car and go to work now. Oh, right. So I just slowly started edging back into the peripheral of the group until I thought, unless oh. someone says, no, like me, you, point, your job is, I just went, I'm now an extra. I'm now a background extra. I went from lead actor to background extra. <laughs> now it makes sense to you, don't you? Now I've got it. I Why am didn't now... you say that in the first place? You're just getting a coffee in the background. That's me. <laughs> I'm sipping a milkshake in the diner on Home and Away. Yeah, That's what I'm doing. I get it, mate. Get off this thing. You're not needed. <laughs> Go to bloody work. So that was my moment of being a superhero, and it very quickly I became less than a sidekick. Oh, right. So there you go. That was a bit of an That's adrenaline a... rush to kickstart the day. Hey, that was an adrenaline rush to hearing that story. There were so many mixed emotions. Le- needless to say, I was glad I wasn't wearing these pyjama pants I'm wearing right now yesterday. I kind of wish you were. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when we come back, guys, oh, wow, I just kicked off this year. My Kitchen Rules, and uh, we've had our first elimination. It is high stakes. Roden Sam. Sam, I can't believe we haven't touched upon this yet. Go on. MKR, season 2017. It is in full bore. Yes, it is. Highest. I think we're second weekend, right? Yep. We've seen some of the highest scores ever and some of the lowest scores ever. Oh. Um, and this week we had our first elimination. Copy. Uh, but look, for regular listeners of our show, we know that, uh, look, there's so much reality television. You've got you've got people in the kitchen. You've got a bunch of people who I've never seen before in a jungle somewhere <laughs> claiming to be celebrities. It's all happening. Hey, Natalie Bathingswaite's on set. <laughs> so who is, who's, in, who's, on the, who's on the show? Just stick with that, Bass. Just stick with that, Bass. I know. What was I thinking? Uh, But look, we like to uh, fire up the kitchen of MKR with uh, our two favourite hosts, Manu and not Manu. 
And uh, look, it's I can't believe we haven't touched upon this yet. Mm. So here it is, our first recap for MKR Season 2017. It was time for an elimination round between the flatmates and the hustlers where nobody was overreacting. It's like an arena ready for battle. Well, except for David. And we're here to redeem ourselves. Am I watching MKR or is this a cuisine-themed reimagining of Brides of Christ? So who were the fellow contestants supporting? Beck and Ash. We've probably forged a closer alliance with Beck and Ash. Aw, the lumbersexuals from Radelaide are supporting the girls. You know what? That's a really nice change to see men... Kiss would do that. Are you man-whore? Who did you lure with your Old Spice charms? My romance with Kyle is just beginning. Well, as they say, if the kitchen is a rockin', don't come in balancing too many glasses on your tray. Damn it, I don't think anyone says that. So, Manu, which teams are in trouble? David and Betty, Bekanash. What the who now? Does anyone here speak fluent Pepe Le Pew? Hang on, you carry the Y, eat a croissant, enjoy the use of the word scoundrel. I've got it. Beck and Ashley, David and Betty. And David was already into it. These green mangoes are beautiful. I'm almost done with the green mangoes all day, Betty. This guy's going to be the first chef to get a speeding fine for doing 80 in a cooking zone. Do you want to taste it before I put it to the churner? Buffalo girls dance around the outside. Dance around outside, everybody. <clears throat> OK. So how are the girls going? I need to do 12 crepes. Wow, do you have time? There's so much cooking to do. Anyway, in the end, it was up to not Manu to deal with a sugar rush and declare... Thank you, Nash. Sadly, you have been eliminated from the competition. And we're out of time. Tune in next week, same MKR time, same MKR channel. My kitchen rules. We're away. Great. I'm looking forward to jumping back on the MKR train, actually. Why not? Toot toot. Get on board. Oh, God. Don't I'm say sorry, that again. I should stop don't talking now. You were going so well, too. Well, if that doesn't say we should wrap up this show, I don't <laughs> know what does. Thank you to everybody who was part of it, which today was just the two of us. Uh, <laughs> Sam, have a wonderful Thursday evening. Thank you very much. You too, Rove. Australia, don't go anywhere. Stick around for Ashland, and we'll catch you after Hamish and Andy tomorrow to wrap up your week. Till then, I'm Rove McManus. Say hi to your mum for me. Rove. Sam. That, that was, that was uh, Radio Gravy. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Rovin Sam.